0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. All right, joining me at this time, Leah Van. She covers the Tigers for The Advocate down there in Baton Rouge. It's an interesting team, Leah. You know, an interesting mix of newcomers and old faces. You know, there's a lot of names that Mississippi State fans and SEC fans are going to be familiar with. And then there's a lot of the new faces, obviously those who came from Arizona and elsewhere. Do you feel like, you know, at this point in the season, this team has meshed well and, and, you know, the chemistry is where they want it to be?
1: You know, they claim to be meshing well. You have to remember they're going through a transition with this new coaching staff, with Jay Johnson, and with even the pitching coach and the hitting coach. They have a different approach to things in the past. So they've had to adjust to new routines. They've had to adjust how they approach the plate. Um, But as far as the chemistry, you know, it's a little bit lacking defensively. I think LSU leads in defensive errors this season. The infield play has just been... A lot of miscommunication and a lot of guys just kind of messing up the fundamentals. So but they say in the dugout and with everything, you know, that they're very positive and that they are meshing, there's just been a little bit of miscommunication on the defensive side.
0: When you talk about defense, obviously that has been a huge issue for, for, uh, for LSU. We talked about it a little bit earlier on our podcast. Uh, 19 errors between uh, uh, Thompson and uh, I think it's, it's uh, Dowdy. That, I mean, that's, Doty, yeah. Doty, yeah. That that's, that's just a, an absurd number of, of errors. Mississippi State only has 16 as a team. You know, when you talk to Jay Johnson, what, what does he attribute that to?
1: You know, he's been very vague about that, obviously, as a coach. Uh <laughs> he he has no idea. He's you know, like and I think and Kate Doty is a player that you know has major league aspirations and I think last week, I think this week, actually, Jay was saying, you know, there's a reason why he's not in the major leagues right now, right? And there's a reason why Jordan Thompson and Jacob Berry even are playing college ball. And it's because they have to clean up that defensive play. That's why they are in the position that they are in. Um, but, you know, I don't know if y'all know this, since you don't follow the team as much as I do, but Cade Doty started off the season playing second. and Jordan Thompson was playing shortstop. The two have recently switched spots. So now Jordan Thompson's at second. Cade Doty is at shortstop. And that's a position that Cade has never played for LSU. He played third base last year. He played a little bit of second base last year. Um, And then Jordan Thompson has primarily played shortstop. But he has said that, you know, second base has allowed the game to slow down a little bit for Jordan. That We have seen some improvement from the two of them making that switch since. Um, which that switch occurred at Florida and they even tested a little bit in the fall. So it wasn't totally out of the blue, but it was out of the blue to, you know, kind of the fans. They were like, Oh, this is different. Um, you know, and I think it has cleaned up a little bit since, but there was a little bit of a defensive miscue the other night that wasn't officially ruled as an error with against Auburn, but it was like the two collided in the infield off a single by Sonny Deshera And so everybody was kind of like, well, how are we going to fix this again? And there were some lineup changes last night against Grambling, but there wasn't a lot of opportunity to, uh, opportunities to see if it would be different because, you know, LSU kind of kicked Grambling's butt, <laughs> to <laughs> say the least. I mean, 18 of the 21 outs total were, like, strikeouts, so you really can't see anything defensively. Um, and I've talked to Jordan Thompson about the switch, and he said, you know, we're just trying to do whatever we can to – win games and to not see these errors again and so I think it's working um Jordan Thompson also had a little bit of a knee injury during the offseason and I think that has played a role in some of his errors at shortstop obviously you have to be quite agile and fast to make those you know to make some of those plays and I think he's been a little bit hesitant I think he's still been you know you when you go through an injury especially a knee injury you're used to kind of playing it safe and he can't play safely when he's in a position like shortstop. So um, I think it's a, it's a mixture of a lot of things that are coming into play on those areas.
0: You look back at the, the preseason polls, Mississippi State, Ole Miss, LSU, all preseason top five, top ten, wherever you look. They've combined now for 31 losses between the three schools. Mississippi State, I mean, you can clearly say they've underachieved, but there have been some injury issues over here in Starville. Landon Sims and Stone Simmons, two big pieces out for the season. At LSU, did you think they were maybe a little overrated to start the season? Did you think maybe this was going to be more of a building project for Jay Johnson? Or do you feel like this team is underachieved?
1: I'm going to preface this by saying this is my first year covering LSU baseball, so I don't know how they looked last season. Uh, what I do know about last season is they did start off like 1-8 and eight in SEC play, and then they came back and became a super regional team. I think when you have that set of expectations on you, you tend to uh, – you know it can be a lot especially when you have a new coaching staff and everybody's you know expecting things as much as these players say that like oh you know we aren't paying attention to those narratives and blah blah I think mm, yeah you are I think it's kind of getting to your head a little bit Mikhail Hilliard who has started the past two Saturdays at pitcher said you know I think in the beginning of the season we kind of all expected yeah we have all this talent we're going to win games and then we realize that that's not what's going to happen that we actually have to you know, put a lot more effort into it. So I think there was a little bit of overconfidence on this team because it is very talented. I mean, you look at Jacob Berry, you look at Dylan Cruz, you look at Kay Doty. And I mean, the starting lineup does have some of the best hitters in the nation. And statistically, they are very good hitters. Um, But defensively has been like the Achilles heel of this team. And I know that defensively, they were very sound last year. And I don't know why that's any different this year. And maybe there's just been a a little bit less emphasis on that, or maybe it's just the fact that they are a little bit, they came in a little bit overconfident and they're kind of, there's kind of this wake up call. I don't think they were overrated at all going into this season. Um, I think, you know, I'm a Texas fan, so I know what overrated looks like. And, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> and uh I'm clipping that and this. sending
0: that I- to a friend of mine who's a Texas fan, just so you know.
1: You know what? I was in Omaha last year. Y'all kicked our butts, um, you know, the day after the extra inning, 1 a.m. day. But, you know, like it's I think when you go into a season with those kinds of expectations on your backs, and especially when you're still adjusting to a new coaching staff and how they do things, I think people underestimated how much of a transition this team is going through.
0: You mentioned Hilliard a second ago. That's a name Mississippi State fans are going to be familiar with. It seems like he's been at LSU forever. Sort of walk us through the weekend rotation. Who should State expect to see on the mound this weekend?
1: So, you know, Jay has been very secretive about his pitching staff and his rotation. Uh, But consistently for the past two weeks in a row, I can say that they had Blake money on Friday or Thursday, depending on when you start. Uh, And then Mikhail Hilliard's been your second-day guy. And then your third day guy has been a freshman, Sam Dutton, who's from Alabama, uh, the state of Alabama, not the school. And so, um, you know, Mikhail's been probably the most consistent through the, these past two SEC series. He's good at mixing pitches and keeping, you know, keeping your uh, hitters off balance. You know, he's got a nasty curveball and he's not like a huge fastball guy, but he has added, he has like seen some success in that this year, which is, Different for him. And obviously being one of the veterans, being a fifth or eh, he might be a sixth year senior. Okay. Being one of the older guys on the mound, he has a lot of poise. And mentally he, you know, you can't rattle him very easily. And even when he does well, he doesn't really celebrate. He's a very even keel guy. I think that's what you need in a pitcher. Um, so yeah, he's gonna give a lot of batters trouble because you don't know what you don't know what he's gonna throw at you, and he really forces a lot of soft contact too. So, you know, a lot of those will be like some fly balls that are end up being fly outs, you know, if LSC is able to catch those balls and outfield has been better defensively than the infield. So, um, yeah, mikhail has been a huge piece. I wouldn't be surprised if he moved up in the rotation because Blake money has had a little bit of a, uh, he hasn't been as dominant as he was before sec play. Uh, Blake Money's kind of your classic SEC pitcher, you know, throws a ton of fastballs, um, you know, big personality, can kind of get in your face with, you know, when he gets that strikeout, he's going to celebrate it.
0: What are the keys for LSU this weekend? Obviously, you know, they got a great road series win a couple of weeks ago down in Florida and a series where, they, you know, they lost that first game, and you thought, man, that could be in real trouble. And they come back and not only win, but they win big. So they've been good on the road. What are the keys for them this weekend to come out of Starkville for
1: a series win? Obviously, they got to be sound defensively, and I know that that's like it's kind of a broken record at this point. But they really do. I know that you know Mississippi is, you know, I know the atmosphere is going to be rowdy. I know that uh, this is a rivalry, and that it's a big game for both teams. I know Mississippi has probably been underperforming. Uh, We're we'll getting trouble calling Mississippi
0: State, Mississippi. Mississippi
1: now. Yeah, Mississippi State. Sorry, I know the Bulldogs have been, uh, you know not meeting their expectations either. So it's kind of this like battle of two teams that, you know, have high expectations, but haven't really been meeting them for a bit, um, or at least early in the season from what I could tell. So I think they both have, are coming into this series with a chip on their shoulders. And so LSU is probably going to have to be sound defensively. Their pitching has been pretty strong and they're going to have to stay strong. And offensively, I don't think that there's a concern, but I think offensively, they have to make sure that they're taking advantage of their at bats when runners on base, especially, and not just you know hit. And as much as we love home runs, like you know solo home runs, they're only putting up one one run. So um, you know if you're going to have these defensive errors, which Jay Johnson has said, you know, you successful teams are going to have to be able to play through those errors and you know come back and you know okay if we're going to get bit by a defensive error. Then we're going to have to make up for it at bat, which is a lot of pressure at that. But I mean, that's how you win games in college baseball.
0: Should be a great series in Starkville this weekend between these two teams, both of them desperately needing uh, a series win. So great historical rivalry, like you said, and a great weekend uh, for college baseball. Should be big crowds. Leah Van from the Advocate, thanks so much for joining me, man. Appreciate it.
1: Sure thing. Thank you.
0: A Super Talk Mississippi yeah. Media Production.